I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad. Is sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Dick Lee bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Packs, exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. I can I can genuinely say uh, the, the guy that's on on the podcast today is actually somebody that I've known for quite a while. Uh, was in a men's group with this guy, uh, men's Bible study. Um, gosh, it would have been over seven eight years ago now, um, before my first child was born. Uh, so I've just had a chance to to know this guy and then to reconnect uh, through F three. Um, he's a fantastic leader, and you will know him as the guy who launched. Uh, main stage, uh, which has become just a staple uh, AO in the Southwest. So uh, we've, we've got our man Sister Act on the cast today. So Sister Act, if you would, um, we would like to start as just what was your first workout like, who EH'd you, and uh, kind of how'd you get the name Sister Act? Yeah, it's great. Uh, well, thanks for having me, man. Uh, yeah, love, uh, love the gloom, love F3 Omaha. So it's, it's fun to be able to talk uh, with you for a while. Um, so, uh, in 2020, you know, uh, COVID was a, uh, major impact to kind of my story because I had been working out with grills, um, for a lot of years, um, on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings and, um, uh, real early, he had kind of told me about this F3 thing that he was doing just kind of on Mondays and whatever, but we always just worked out on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings. And then when gyms closed and when sort of everything kind of closed, uh, he and I stopped working out, um, at, you know, Genesis. Uh, so, um, I, uh, kind of in those first few weeks, you know, or several weeks, uh, kind of like everybody, uh, got used to just kind of being home and being around my family and sleeping in a little bit more and, you know, uh, <laughs> just all that and, and just wasn't working out. Um, meanwhile, uh, Grails was, uh, you know, kind of accelerating, uh, and actually involving himself more in F3 during that time. And finally, I just kind of got fed up with laying around and I knew I needed to be active. So I said, all right, forget it, man. I'll, I'll, I'll just come, you know, uh, <laughs> and, it, and I wasn't like, you know, it wasn't begrudgingly, but, um, it was just kind of like, uh, all right, you've been talking about it long enough. I, I, I get it. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, I knew that you uh, were, were a part of it. Um, uh, I go to church with Firewalker and with uh, Tonight Show. Um, so I had known kind of what F3 was. And um, yeah, I, I think was kind of excited to finally see what it was. My first post, though, was at Futurama. And um, uh, this is a story that a lot of guys have heard me say, but I remember we had just gotten done with a grinder going up and down a hill and just, you know, I, I, mean, I was, I was smoked. I mean, you know, I hadn't done workouts like these in, you know, a long time. And, and, um, so, uh, two step kind of, kind of comes alongside me as we're going from, you know, place to place. Like we just finished a grinder. We were going to the stairs or whatever. And, uh, he goes, Hey man, he goes, you doing okay. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he goes, he goes, Hey, I, I get it. I, um, 
I, I, the first time I worked out with F3, I thought I was going to throw up too. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what, what? I didn't like, I didn't say I felt like I was going to throw up, but I looked like I was going to throw up. And so two step, you know, saw that he came and he gave the support. And so that's, you know, whatever. So needless to say, it was, it was kind of a shock to the system that first workout. Um, yeah, but it was awesome. Um, yeah, COT came around, Namorama, um, and uh, there was me. Uh, and you know, what was great was that was the same. I think that was the same day that that hipster uh, was eh literally like just in the park. Tater Tot ran up the hill. Was like, hey, dude, you should come down here and come work out with us. And um, anyway, I, I think maybe that was that same day. We could check, but um, I stood in the circle. Um, to get a name. And I, you know, I just said kind of the really basic stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, my name's Rob. I'm this, I'm that. I've got this many kids, you know, whatever. And then I said, uh, I lead music in a church. Um, and it took about three seconds for, uh, I think, Othello and uh, maybe somebody else to, just to, to, to yell out Sister Act. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which is, which is just, yeah, it's awesome. And, and I think even, I think even Othello was like, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to, after I said sister act, I was trying to get whoopee like <laughs> in there. Um, uh, but sister act stuck. So, yeah. Um, funny enough, I also, uh, and I actually forgotten about this until later I auditioned for sister act two. <laughs> in this like big open casting call thing in St. Louis where I grew up. And um, yeah, so there's, there's that part of it too. So, uh, so it's just poetic. Yeah. It's poetic. So. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's a, it's a good name. Are you, a, so, so you're a fan of the, the sister act uh, series or, or movies, right? Absolutely. Man, sister act two, Lauren Hill from the Fugees. Yeah. I mean, like, give me yeah. a break. She's yep. so good. That's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, those are classics. Well, you know, and it's cool. Um, you know, sometimes it just takes time, right? It's like something you've known about for a while. And, and you know, the pandemic, honestly, I think we, uh, from what I'm, I've heard a lot of guys on on the podcast even just say the pandemic kind of was that push, you know, everything else was was closing up. And um, so I, I love that you got involved. It's, it's cool to, to reconnect, you know, so for some guys that maybe don't know, so this men's Bible study um, was like, it was you know, you, Tonight Show, Firewalker, myself, um, Schnitzel, uh, for guys that know him, Schnitzel uh, was was in that group for a while. Um, who who else? I feel like there's a well, we, well grills, grills, oh, grills, grills also. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other guys that have ended up in F3. I don't know. We all we all kind of have a mutual friend chris i mean the the group started actually as a as a couples small group a couples bible study um that um was kind of based out of brookside church where uh where we all attend or attended um and that's where i'm on staff um at a church uh at, at brookside church and um so uh yeah it, the the couples group kind of split up just because of just like families were, were, you know, growing and it was hard scheduling, all kind of stuff, but we still wanted to get to get, get together in some capacity. And so um, we kind of formed the, the men's, the men's group. Um, 
And uh, that was great because it just brought in a whole bunch of other kinds of guys. And it's really morphed throughout the years. Um, and it actually is still going now. I was just there this morning, actually. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's cool. Now it's, you know, it, it's great. There's uh, out of seven or eight guys, there's, you know, four that four or five or whatever that that go to Brookside, there's three or four or whatever that don't, you know, and, and uh, that was always kind of the I think the kind of the cool thing about that group, it was really just open to whoever kind of wanted to come um, and just dig into, uh, to, to the Bible. It's a Bible study. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think, you know, that group plays a special part in my story um, just because I, you know, before it was like right around the time I was, you know, started getting my a master's degree and then I started having some issues with substance abuse and, you know, what, what I did at the time that, you know, it was just um, looking back was I, I created separation with that group because I knew that group would, would hold me accountable for doing the right thing. And so I kind of made excuses and, and kind of fell off. And so to reconnect with several of you through F3 has just been really cool for me. Um, you know, I, you know, the other thing that's that I don't know if, um, as I'm thinking about this, that group originally, when I started going, we were meeting at Paradise Bakery. And when we started Paradise Island, there was there was some, you know, kind of connection there, right? Of like, hey, let's, you know, can we get some guys together for some discussion or, you know, in, in a workout at um, a very sentimental uh, kind of location. So it's cool just to, you know, just to reconnect and um, life has a funny That's way cool. of circling you back with, with those key relationships. But so fitness wise, um, yeah. So before F3, you were, you were doing some working out regularly. And I feel like, are you, do you bike too? Is that a, a hobby of yours or a, a fitness activity? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I ride, ride mountain bikes and ride the mountain bike trails around town. Um, you know, people always say like mountain bike in Omaha, you know, but I mean, you know, it's Omaha has got an awesome, awesome, like single track, uh, just huge set of, places to go and run i mean i mean i mean and uh uh bike um it's it's actually pretty amazing there's a lot of people that come into town like you just hear stories you know from the bike community um you know people come in town they're like oh my gosh like you guys have really awesome trail system like this is awesome there's a lot of ownership um uh so it's pretty cool yeah and and before f3 i um, yeah, I always tried to stay active, worked out with, like I said, with grills. Um, I went to a personal trainer for a while and, and he helped with a lot of strength, um, stuff. Um, I had run like a half marathon. This was a long, long time ago. So I've always kind of, I've always kind of done it. Um, uh, you know, what the, I think the tough thing is, and it, F3 has been so great for me to understand, um, what it truly takes to get into shape because, I think for so long I focused on my king thinking, you know, that, you know, fitness is going to like sort of solve everything, not taking time to understand my queen and my jester, you know, and, uh, you know, so, so, uh, not taking time to understand the diet part of things. And then also just kind of like the hangups, um, kind of things. And, and that almost like that kind of mental battle stuff. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, it's created for me, um, way more than just fitness that I was experiencing doing things either alone in a gym or even just, you know, with a trainer or, or with a buddy. That's a, it's a, it's such a more well-rounded experience um, for sort of like the wholeness of life, like the all of, like you're, the all of you, you know, the fitness at the fellowship and the faith. I mean, they all come together to, I think, improve every part of 
a you know a, a high impact man you know what i mean it's um there's um there's a lot that f3 provides that uh you can't just get um in the gym by yourself you know yeah well and it's i yeah i think you're spot on too because one of the things i've realized is like it's it's the it's like a lifelong journey right there it's not like um you know because so often my goals before f3 were like a certain number of miles in a year or a certain you know a certain like you know distance or whatever and you realize like actually i just want to make sure i can still work out when i'm 60 you know because you see these guys that are you know 50 60 years old and you're like i want to still be able to do this stuff when i'm that age so i may need to like yeah you know, slow down so I can have the longevity, but what, um, you know, so as I think about, um, you know, the second F and, you know, so you came in, you, you knew some of the guys already, um, uh, but how, how did that second F journey or that fellowship, um, journey go for you as far as building relationships in the group? What did you find uh, effective there? Um, well, so the second F was, and still is, a pretty big deal to me. I, so um, for those who don't know sort of what I do or whatever, I, I've been on staff at a church for a lot of years. Um, and uh, for, for most of those years, I, I'm in a different role now, but for most of those years, I was the guy up front singing and playing guitar and leading, leading worship. And, and um, you know, I organized the services and pick songs and organized volunteers and just that kind of stuff um, for everything that related to whatever. So, I'm, I'm up in front of people a lot and therefore a lot of people know who I am, but at the same time, um, I don't really know who a lot of those people are. You know what I mean? Like I, uh, so relationships for me, especially other guy relationships, um, were, it was always a matter of, I had to, I had to very purposefully say, Hey, I'm going to like spend time working on a relationship with this guy, you know? which wasn't always the easiest thing to do. And so for me, that probably uh, before F3, I probably did not have super strong guy relationships um, in Omaha. I had, I mean, it, I, I did um, guys like uh, uh, the, the mutual friend Chris that I was talking about, um, uh, Grills, um, uh, guys from, from work, from church, you know, good guys around me. But not like just a network of guys that I felt like I could just sort of call any time to go and hang out and do something fun or, you know, mess around or whatever, you know. Um, so um, the uh, it, it, the thing about like the second F for me, why it was so important is because all of a sudden I had a bunch of guys who, um, for one, didn't necessarily... <laughs> necessarily know what I did for a living. And even if they did, they didn't really care because in the gloom, it's not about who are you? What do you do in the gloom? It's like, um, Hey, uh, how are you doing right now? And how can I help you? <laughs> you know, like, Oh, you're, you know, you're, you're kind of lagging today. Great. I'll, I'll pick you up. You know, like, let's go, let's work out together. Let's do this together kind of a thing. And, and that camaraderie, um, has, has been so big for me because of the fact that, I think sometimes in positions of, of leadership, um, uh, it can get a little lonely. I mean, there, there's such thing as, as lonely leadership, you know, you've got a whole company to run or you've got a whole this to, or you've got a whole family to raise, whatever it is. And sometimes you're so bogged down in all that stuff that it just, it just gets a little lonely. Uh, the very first COT that I, that I, um, gave at main stage at the main stage launch, 
it was called no lonely leadership. Mm. Um, and I, and I, I, I don't want to be the kind of person who's leading alone. Um, especially if I'm leading something big and important, like a company or a family, you know what I mean? Like I want to have, I want to have support around me and I don't want to do it alone because I just know that I'm better with others. You know, I'm, I'm so much better with the support of others than I am by myself. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, and that's phenomenal. I, do you think, um, cause one of the, and this is to me, I think just maybe a, an excuse I've, I've told myself is maybe why I haven't gone back to the Friday morning group, but I, something about the workout and maybe, you know, something you just said made, made me curious, like maybe it's partially the workout and partially the anonymity within F3 that kind of breaks down those walls. And it, cause it's, it felt like at times with, um, and I'm a, you know, I'm a believer. I go to a church, I'm in a couple of different small groups and, you know, but sometimes I feel like with, and I'll, I'll say church people, but, um, you know, I, you know, but sometimes with yeah. church people, I have had a harder time letting down, letting my guard down than maybe with some guy I just met in the gloom. Like I'll tell an F and G my whole story, but somebody in church, I won't. And maybe that's a me thing, but I don't know. What, what do you see there? Is there anything that um, you've identified as maybe why that the gloom is a catalyst to some of those conversations? Um, I mean, I don't know necessarily why, but I absolutely agree. <laughs> you know, um, I, I mean, I absolutely agree. I even said to, um, to someone um, that kind of helps do some of the small groups or that she does the small group stuff at, at, at our church. Um, I said, you know, you, you wish that when a new group forms that the first thing they did was just like, get together for chili or something, you know what I mean? Like just have dinner or like, don't even, don't even start talking about what, you know, uh, study they're going to do together. Or don't say like, you know, this is, this is how I grew up. I grew up in this kind of a church or, um, I I'm still like wrestling with God in my life. Don't even talk about that stuff. Just, just say, hi, my name is Rob and these are my kids and this is my wife, you know, and then, and then just let normal things, sort of transpire. I think the the beauty of F3 is first of all like even if you if even if you had a name that was recognizable in town, you know, like like in in Omaha, you don't get called by that name, you know, and like people hardly even know that name. So it doesn't matter. So there's not like that, you know, I mean, I think what as as guys, you know, you go to a wedding or something, you meet a stranger, what's like the second question you ask? Like, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" You know what I mean? Like it's all this sort of almost kind of jockeying for, you know, what kind of guy am I talking to? Is he important? Do I, do I have a connection? Could this work? Is, could this be good? And in the gloom, it's just like, it's just not about that. It's just not about that, you know? And, and so, yeah, I think, I think the anonymity um, helps establish a very sort of mutual and, and like even bar, like right at the, right at the beginning, you know? And then, you know, you meet guys like the plague and you realize that you'll never run, you know, 13,000 miles in a week like he does. So, no, I, you know, it's funny too, because I like Icy Hot was saying, you know, he, he enjoyed not talking about sports all the time. Right. Cause in F3, everybody wants to talk about sports. I'm sure, you know, maybe for you, it's like, if everybody sees you as the worship leader, then their conversations always become like, you know, immediately about, you know, how, how godly they're behaving or I don't, I don't know what that experience well, is. 
Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. I, I love those conversations when they happen naturally, but the beauty of F3 is that uh, the anonymity allows those things to happen naturally. Yeah. You know, I think if, if you're involved in a, uh, if you're at a church event, if you're at a sporting event, if you're at a something specific event, the conversation about that is going to be about that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially if you're talking to someone who has some expertise in the area. And so, yeah. So if, if, if I'm at a small group and somebody knows that I'm on staff at a church, they're probably going to be like, Hey, so about this sort of spiritual thing that's going on in my life. That's great. I would love to have that conversation, you know, but it almost seems forced. And what's cool about F3 is you get to know the guy first, you get to understand sort of who they are. You get to, you know, uh, form an actual relationship. And then, then you can have some of those deeper conversations, which I think is so important. I think it's so important to have some trust and some relationship with somebody before you, you know, have a deep and meaningful relationship, or I mean, a conversation about things. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, I, and the thing that I really love too, the like you mentioned, how, how all three Fs kind of play off each other, right? So some of the second F stuff is like, cafeteria or maybe Q source or some of the book studies and and those overlap you know really well with conversations about faith and what do we you know kind of the the what what right what happens when we die and what does that mean about how we live today and you know curious your thoughts have you had a chance to participate in Q source or any of the, the other second F events I guess I feel like you've you've um, played music at several second F events right uh, so I um uh, so just for sort of like, like just some fun stuff. Um, I play at stories, coffee house or coffee shop sometimes. And like some F3 guys will come, you know? And so like, it's there just kind of like, you know, uh, go have a beer, have some coffee, blow off some steam and listen to sister act, play some music. And that's super fun. I love doing that. Um, I did play, uh, music and do a little bit of leading at the, um, at last year's, uh, F3 impact retreat, which was uh, which was an amazing retreat. Um, uh, shout out for the one coming up in January. Yep. Yeah. Let's go. Here we go. Yeah. Um, but then um, uh, other second F I've done mostly more just kind of like the kind of like the hanging out, like uh, meeting guys, you know, for a happy hour or something like that. I have not really um, sort of committed myself to going through like um, the Q source material um i've read free to lead and 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 did do at main stage we did a series of four weeks um where we did like at cafeteria go through free to lead and you know as a group you know and we, we all had the book and we all read and we talked about it and and a, a different guy kind of led the discussion each week so that was really cool um i think that stuff is super important you know i i i'm actually I'm actually somewhat fascinated by all that Q source material. I'm like, dude, this is, I mean, this is a really like well-written thing. Like there's a lot of really great stuff to, to grab, grab onto and incorporate in your life. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's pretty good stuff, but I haven't. So I don't love to run. Uh, mm -hmm. So going to paradise and then hanging out after Q source or afterwards for Q source is, uh, is not something I do very often. Yeah, no, that's good. I, you know, one of the other book studies we did, I can't remember if you were in there or not, but Tonight Show and uh, I think it was a former pastor at Brookside led a, a group of F3 guys and a couple of Brookside guys in a study on meaning of marriage. Uh, it's a Tim, Tim Keller book. 
fabulous book. I, it's one of those that you, you know, I, I'll read multiple times, but um, so there's, you know, there's still opportunity, you know, I think for us to keep adding other, other book sales. Cause right. If, if the M is your most important relationship, let's dive in and figure out how do we do that? Well, cause I, I think there's always opportunity there, but yeah. um, I would, I'd say too. Yeah. I'd encourage guys, you know, um, be looking for it like right now on Thursday mornings before battlefield or the coop. Um, I, I jumped into that. Uh, there's like a book, kind of a book study that, um, samples and bloodshot. And a lot of those guys have been doing Wentworth. They've been doing that for quite a while and they just kind of go from book to book and we're reading a great book right now. Um, I knew the book and I was excited to hear about it. So I was like, Ooh, yeah, I'll, I'll jump into that. Yeah. And it's been really cool. It's like a whole separate, it's like a, it's like yeah. a whole nother group of like, close men that I can like share that experience with. It's like a, you know, it's a, it's, that's been, that's been awesome for me. Yeah. I used to go to that when I lived closer and now getting there at 445 is a little tough, but that's that group, I think, especially through the pandemic was really um, clutch and just being, being there. And we talked, you know, that actually was the group that did every man's battle. Um, yeah. Right. You know, that was a really cool book. Cause there were so many guys that came out to talk through that. And I think now you're doing ragamuffin gospel, right? Yep. Ragamuffin gospel. It, it, Ragamuffin gospel. It's a, I mean, the, the book is all about, it's all about grace and our understanding of grace and how uh, we may never fully understand it, but man, oh man, like can, and should we appreciate it? Like, it's yeah. like, it's just, it's a, it's a great book. Yeah. What, so tell me a little bit more about, um, about faith from your, your perspective. I mean, you know, obviously you're, you're a Christian, you're involved in a church, but what, you know, what's been your, your faith journey? And, um, I'm also curious your, your thoughts on just how are we doing helping guys to navigate that their, their own, uh, spiritual journey? Yeah. Um, well, you know, um, I grew up in a house in a, in a house where, where we went to church all the time and I was a total church kid, you know, I went to Bible studies and led music, you know, in, in middle school and high school um, for our youth group and sang like the church choir and that kind of stuff, you know? Um, but I, you know, uh, but you can do something and uh, for a long time and not fully like live it or like believe it, um, you know? Um, so in college uh, I, uh, met some guys who also played music and they were Christian guys. And in hanging out with them, I basically realized like, Oh, this, this is what, this is what it means to actually be someone who follows Jesus. You know what I mean? Um, this is what it means to really uh, to, to get into some sort of like kind of specific kind of religious terms to really like, surrender to the lordship of jesus like to make to make him not only your savior and say like hey i'm so thankful that he died on the cross and i can go to heaven but also to say okay but how does that affect my like my every single day like how does that affect my relationships my habits my thoughts my uh desires all that kind of stuff so um yeah it wasn't really until college that i kind that i that i uh realized this is what christianity really looks like or following jesus really looks like um i uh started playing music with those guys. Um, and I was in a, a Christian band for a long, long, long time. Um, and we traveled all around the country and, uh, played in churches and, um, you know, music festivals and just all that kind of stuff, you know, uh, weekend retreat things for youth groups and, and big, you know, whatever 
gatherings and all that stuff. And so anyway, I, through all of that, I was always sort of a kind of a, a, a leader. Um, I was a, a music leader and a music performer, but then, you know, off stage, you're hanging out with kids and, you know, they have questions about Jesus. And so, you know, we were talking to them about their faith. And um, so that was, that was a cool opportunity. I never really thought that I wanted to work in a church, but when um, my wife and I moved back to Omaha, we'd been living in, in Nashville. Uh, and when we moved back to Omaha um, and I stopped touring, um, opportunity came up um, at the church that we were attending. And it was just like, a, it was like a two by four to the head. It was like, ah, this, okay. Um, maybe I didn't really want to work at a church before, but uh, clearly, Lord, you are telling me that this is, you know, where I need to go. So I've been, you know, in in that kind of now church leadership for for like 16 years. And so faith has always been not just a thing that I um, I have and believe, but it's been something that I've that I do um, even like, quote unquote, professionally, you know what I mean? And have done. Um, and that gets a little I'm not going to lie, man, that gets a little uh it gets a little hard sometimes, you know, because sometimes um, uh, I'm not a great leader. Just, I mean, just like all of us. I mean, sometimes I'm not in a great place or I, or, or I, I fail and I sin and I'm stupid or whatever it is, you know? Um, but man, um, you know, I think we're called to lead where, we're, where we are and we're called to lead the things that we're called to lead. And so um, you just, you know, you keep on going. And that's, that's kind of been my, my, at least my faith leadership journey. Um, I think the thing too about my faith journey is that I, um, I've never really, uh, I, I've never really let go of of this idea that like, hey, it could be it could be both. You know, like, our pe- people are like, are you this thing or are you that thing? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I think God is bigger than that thing or that thing. Like, it could be both. You know. So, um, so what I try to do is really kind of keep focus on, on the one big thing and that's, that's Jesus. I mean, that's, you know, that all of Christianity, it's called Christianity because the savior, because Jesus, um, is the thing that we should focus on. And, and, uh, I think when we do that, we can open ourselves up to, um, more relationships with people who maybe think or believe a little bit differently than we do. Um, but I think it also helps us uh, lead the people that are asking questions about God, because I think the thing that confuses people so often is, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, what, like, what do I have to, like, where do I go and what should I read? And what should, I mean, so what, do, like, what do I do? You know, cause that's, that's the way we think, you know, we buy a car with a brand new car. I, well, what do I do? Like, how do I get my phone attached and the garage door opener and how much gas does it take? I mean, that's how we're programmed. That's how we, but the thing about, about following Jesus is, is that really, if you, if you believe and if you follow, like you're there, you know what I mean? Like there's not a whole lot you have to do. There's things that you'll eventually want to do, but at the beginning, it's just that. So I think keeping a focus solely on, on Jesus and the true meaning of, of Christianity and the gospel and that kind of thing really helps uh, conversations with people who are asking questions because you, because it's like, Hey, look, let's, let's focus on one thing, you know, and don't get me wrong. It's not a, it's not an easy thing to focus on, but at least it's just one. At least, at least it's just, it's just one. 
Yeah. Well, and you know, what's, what I love that you, you said is like, you don't really have to do anything. And the, the things that, you know, at least that I would recommend you do are seem passive, right? So like surrender is not a, doesn't feel like it, like an active uh, contribution, you know? And um, yeah, good. I think that, you know, for me, it's like, okay, how do I surrender? And then, and then to me, it's like, well, it's, it's a relationship. So what do you do in a relationship? Well, you get to know the person, right? Get to know what, what do they do? What are they about? What do they, what did they say? Um, and, and some of that comes through, you know, studying the Bible and, um, you know, so it, yeah, it's, it's hard. I think that's the hardest thing for me is like the, like, actually it's better if I don't do anything. Uh, right. Right. I, I get in the way a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I do. I do think that it's important that I reiterate that there are things that you will want to do. You know, yeah. eventually, like, eventually your heart is changed. You realize, oh, wow, like, okay, I, I, I do want to change that thing. Or I want to add that thing because that's really like helping my relationship. But man, I, you know, just starting with the, with, the one, with the one focus and focusing on improving your relationship with that with, with one thing is, is uh, yeah, that's so key. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, the, the thing I hear a lot of guys in F3, their, their experience, right? I mean, it's almost, um, you know, it's, it's the, I grew up going to church. Church was a checklist thing. I went to college. I stopped going to church and I've never really been back. And, you know, it's, it's almost, um, it, it's similar to like a guy who's been to F3 and, and doesn't come back. They, they don't, you know, it's like, they don't want to be judged for their, their, their sabbatical, right. From the, from <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Which is, which is just, I mean, which is a complete bull at F3. I mean, like show me a time that anybody's ever come back after a while and people have been like, where have you been, man? Yeah. You know, I mean, like, no, it's like a hug. It's like a, it's like, get over here. I mean, it's like, you know, that's, I mean, that's another just amazing thing about F3, I think. Yeah. What, what do you think? So for guys, and I, I think we're, you know, one of the goals with, with the third F or with faith is like, can we, can we just help give a guy access to, you know, resources or, or other men that they can have a discussion with and kind of begin to explore what does, what does faith look like um, for them? But how do you think we're, we're doing there? Have you, I mean, do you feel like you, have you had opportunities to have, you know, those discussions with guys, or you feel like we've got outlets for guys to, to really dig in and explore what, uh, what faith means to them? I think we have. Yeah. I think there's, <clears throat> excuse me. I think there's, um, the different book studies that we do, you know, like the ones we, you know, we mentioned ragamuffin gospel or whatever. Um, there's the, the impact retreat. Um, uh, but those are, I mean, those are pretty specific, you know, I mean, like that's for somebody who, um, kind of knows the lane they want to kind of roll in you know now don't get me wrong um and i mean this from my heart like if if somebody came to that came to the f3 to the impact retreat and was just asking questions about god and just didn't really know but at least knew that they were asking questions and that they were looking for an answer that's amazing like, like that you know f3 it's open to all men i mean so if you want to be at that thing and you're asking those questions, please, please, please come. And I think we see that in COTs and in closing prayers. I mean, there's some guys who they, they're not, they're not prayers. They don't pray, you know, they're they're And so they pass it off to the site queue or to a buddy or whatever it is. And I think that's amazing. Like, like, Hey, this isn't, 
like where I'm comfortable. This isn't my jam. So can somebody else do it? It's still important enough that we're going to do it, but, but I, I'm just not there. Great. Yeah. Like, good for you. I think that's great. But what's cool is they pass that off to somebody else and somebody else prays a prayer. And then, you know, the person who didn't want to pray, hears that. And they're like, huh, well, that wasn't too hard. I could maybe do that next time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, or, or maybe they don't, but anyway, I just, I think, I think the fact that faith in any form and in any stage um, is welcomed and encouraged at F3 uh, is a huge reason that, that I love it so much. I, I, I'm, I'm a guy who wants to come alongside people in that journey, you know? Um, and so, yes, I, I've, I've had, you know, a couple conversations with guys about faith matters and, and beliefs. And again, some of that, like, what do I do, you know, kind of stuff. Um, and so I think just the fact that we say it all the time, that it's on all of our shirts that, you know, um, that we emphasize, you know, even just the word faith. I think that, I think we're, we're giving guys opportunity to dig in and research something that's really important, really important. Well, and there's, and I think the, it's the relationships too that allow the, like the opportunity to ask questions. I remember, I'll never forget, I gave a COT one time that I, you know, so, somehow I, you know, basically ended with like, you know, you have to take that and surrender it to Jesus or whatever was, you know, kind of the, something I had said. And after the workout, um, I just love the curiosity of guy, right? So Doppler came up to me and he's like, I, I hear what you're saying, but like, how do you do that? Like, how do you, you know, and so just realizing like, oh man, you know, dropping some cliches or, you know, some, some things that like, you know, not everybody knows what, what does that, what does that actually look like? Like, what are the, how do you surrender and, and some of that stuff? So I just love the, like those conversations are always um, available. What, um, so I want to get your, your thoughts on, uh, on leadership. And I think where I would love to just kind of hear your, your experiences, like, um, I don't know if you have any good stories from your VQ, uh, but then I would love to hear the kind of the, the genesis of, of main stage and, and the launch and how all of that went from your perspective. Yeah. Um, no, my VQ, I mean, my VQ was pretty, it was pretty, uh, it, it was pretty standard. Um, it, it was a, uh, Battlefield, um, which was cool because girls, you know, again, cl- close, really close friend. So to do it at, at his site was, was awesome. Um, it was, uh, it was miserable. It was like really, really rainy and cold. It was, I mean, it was not, it was not a pleasant day in the gloom, but um, yeah, but it was awesome. Um, so main stage, you know, it was funny. I, before I even knew that, that main stage was a possibility or, or was, was anything, I was intrigued enough with F3 Omaha that I just wanted to be part of it. Yeah. You know, um, and I still do. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I still get to do little leadership things here and there and just whatever. And, and just whatever. I, I love what it does for guys. And if I can add to that, awesome. Like throw, put me in, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, so I, so I had kind of like, said to tater tot at a workout some morning like hey man like i you know i just i love what's going on here i'm new ish you know um but i um uh but i like don't necessarily know where you need help or if you need help let yeah. me know kind of a thing if there's ever a site that needs a leader or something i don't i don't know but i want to be involved because i like what's going on here 
And uh, so then in some conversations, I think with grills and that kind of stuff, um, started talking about like, he's like, well, I don't know, maybe you, you know, maybe you open a site or something. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, what does that even look like? You know? Um, and then uh, there was a, a funny little series of things that happened. I went to top rope one morning and there were like, there were like 35 guys um, that same day. Paradise had like 30 guys and the week before that f3 nation had like tweeted back at heavy metal saying like 30 guys at a at a workout looks like it's time to starfish you know what i mean like you know so there was like this wednesday bottleneck you know and i <clears throat> had kind of seen that and and it just was like wait a second i think i thought it was like plant growing sort of small workout groups for men you know like you know 18 is that sort of magic number that you know f3 talks about so I'm like, man, we, we need a release valve on Wednesdays, yeah. we need, we, you know, whatever. And I just kept saying it. I think I had a conversation with you about it. I had, you know, conversations with grills, tater tot. I just kept saying it. And it's like one of those, like, well, careful what you say and how often you say it, because eventually someone's going to be like, why don't you either one, shut up or two, do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it just so happened that uh, mine was, uh, my experience was the second. I did something about it um, at the sort of, you know, encouragement of, of leadership and friends and guys and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, so uh, we just, I just looked at the map. I think Grills and I were looking at the map and I was like, man, this is where a site needs to go in because if you're coming from here, this part of town, there's nothing there. It's a long drive, da, 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 all that kind of stuff. Um, I knew a guy um, from the staff, staff at Brookside, a, a young guy who was part of Millard South. He graduated from Millard South. He was on the cross-country team and I think was doing some some coaching there and that kind of stuff. So <clears throat> kind of asked him about Millard South, emailed the athletic director and said, I'm part of this thing. We'd love to use your, your spot. And he was like, go ahead. And I was like, yeah, but... I mean, I like gave him plenty of chances to be like, you know, actually don't, you know, I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll be, we could be there in the winter, even if there's like snow on the turf, is that okay? And he's like, go ahead. I was like, yeah. And we might, but we might have like some like stuff, like some, you know, uh, cinder blocks, or we might want to use the, you know, the, the other field or we might be up by the flagpole. And he's like, yeah, you're fine. Go ahead. <laughs> like, stop asking me. I already said yes, like three times ago. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's how main stage was, um, was at least dreamed of and then the name you asked about the name earlier um so i the band that i played in that i talked about earlier we we were not like we, we were successful we you know that was our only job for you know six seven eight years but we were not like successful like big bands are successful you know like we you know we didn't have a huge hit on the uh, on the radio we you know didn't we didn't play we didn't play the main stage so we always played the stage in the parking lot or we opened for the people who were playing on main stage. Like, so we never played main stage, but the beauty of F3 is that like everybody gets to play main stage. Yeah. Everybody, it, it says, it, it even says I had um, Tenderfoot and the logo that he designed for, for, uh, for main stage. I had him put lead in a rotating fashion because mm -hmm. I think it's so amazing that, 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 in F3, everybody gets a shot. Well, everybody gets a shot at the mic. Like yeah. we all get, we all get to lead. We all get to have our, our, our moment to um, use what we have to influence the lives of 
of other guys, even for 45 minutes. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's super important. I think what F3 provides for guys is not only just like that, that fellowship and all that kind of stuff, but I mean, like, like the fact that we're asking guys to step up and take over and lead guys and that we've got a support, a supportive environment for that is just key. So I, I, you know, for one, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm a musician. I played in bands, never got to play main stage. So I'm going to call it main stage, but then also <laughs> like just I, truly, truly, I just um, loved the idea of everybody getting a shot at the mic. You know, yeah. well, I, I love the analogy and just the connection to the um, lead in a rotating fashion. You know, I, I think it's phenomenal when I so I took advantage when I led at the main stage. And that was the first time I had done a, a freestyle rap intro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, and then afterwards, I was like, I'm going to do this more often because, uh, you know, I, I was a rapper in my uh, you know previous history. What was the name of your band? I keep wanting to ask you that. Uh, it doesn't matter. Just don't even worry about it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's, <laughs> we, I mean, it's, we, we used to literally say it's the worst name in rock and roll. Um, we were called the pool boys as the in pool. like, okay. yeah, like, a, like a swimming pool, but it's not, it's not like a pool boy, like in a speedo with like a, you know, a, a what do they call those big cleaners that, you know, like <laughs> a big cleaner thing, whatever. Uh, it's, it's actually from a story in the Bible and the way that, the way that, our band formed and then the way that the name was there and some stuff we were involved in at university of Kansas, this little, this, uh, we had a, a, a little worship service that we started that actually grew into like, there was like 800 people coming every single week just to come and sing worship songs and that kind of stuff. It was called open swim with the pool boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. everyone, cause everyone was invited, you know, you, and it was open to all people. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we were called the pool boys. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look I'm gonna look up some some old Pool Boys uh, tracks online. You know what? I, it's there's some of it's not great, but some of it holds up, man. I, it's we're we're on you know whatever on Spotify and Apple Music and all that kind of stuff. But um, uh, yeah, I I'm I'm proud of those years and you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's really cool. What, um, you know, as you're thinking about leadership and, and you know, leading a site or even just being in the group and um, experiencing, you know, F3, what, any advice that you would have for like maybe site cues or um, maybe it's not site cues, maybe it's just for packs in general or even for the new guy that's, that shows up for the first time? Um, yeah, I, I think I would just say uh, you probably won't realize it until until you realize it. But, um, but the value of the, of, of having a network of guys around you, like you do with F3 is so unbelievable. So one, if you're a new guy, uh, take advantage of that network of, of people. And I don't mean like networking, like, I don't mean like job wise, no. that's not what I mean. I mean, like, like go to coffee, ask people questions, get to know them do a happy hour, go serve at, uh, you know, at a, at a food pantry, be around those guys because the things that you'll learn and glean from, from other guys, um, uh, are awesome. Even if they're completely different than you, you know, I mean, just that you, you will grow as a person just by surrounding yourself with, you know, I think the the men of F3. And then for those who, um, have been around a while, um, I would say, remember, 
that network of guys, <laughs> you know, like, like think of them, care for them, reach out to them, uh, help them improve, uh, pick them up, um, uh, you know, ask them hard questions. If you see that, you know, whatever, be there for when they, when they need to ask you a hard question, you know, um, like, like we say, we say lean in a lot, you know, uh, you'll hear that at COTs a lot and stuff, lean in, like lean into, you know, for the new guy, lean into the things that you have around you. Um, you'll be, you'll be surprised just how um, valuable it is to you in your life. But then um, lean into the guys around you in terms of how, like, how are you, how much influence are you having in, in some of those guys' lives? Mm -hmm. Because man, like, you never know what people need. You know, I mean, people might really need to hear some encouragement from you. They might really need to have you, you know, um, ask them a tough question or, yeah. or, or even, you know, if the trust level is there, even kind of go, Hey dude, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's, the, I don't think that's the best thing for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, again, with the right trust level, but just the, I, I think understanding and leaning into the value of, of the, the guys around you is, is probably, um, that's probably the advice that I would give. Yeah, I love it. And that's I, my experience has been like some of my favorite moments in the gloom are guys kind of calling me out or, or helping, you know, to, to correct maybe a negative attitude. Right. Or like, I, you know, remember um, grills helping me kind of like, Hey man, uh, we should talk about the people we love, like in a respectful way, you know, um, and just doing some, some correction like that. And those are, that's when, you know, you have friends, right. When you've got people that are willing to say like, yeah, I think the way you're acting is not aligned with who I know you want to be. And, um, you know, so that's, I, I love that. What about, what, what about for you, you know, as we see you out there in the gloom, what do you, anything you're going through or, or um, anything we could be praying for or encouraging you about? Yeah. Uh, I mean, just sort of kind of basically and, and not too deep. Uh, I'm a guy, I, I'll probably always deal with my queen. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, just, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so, um, yeah, queen service has been awesome, but, uh, you know, I, you know, you, you open yourself up to, <clears throat> to a lot when you say things like this, but yeah, man, you know, you could always ask me about how my queen's going. <laughs> okay. yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably tell you it's going really well as I take a bite of, you know, whatever, you know, so <laughs> yeah. no, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, but then I think, uh, you know, I, I think one of the things that I've really valued seeing, uh, sorry, I've really enjoyed seeing the value get raised uh, in around uh, F three is is the mental battle part of things and and guys just saying, <clears throat> hey, it's normal to to have tough thoughts and to struggle with things and to whatever. So um, uh, that's kind of been I, I'm I'm not going to say that I'm I've been struggling you know like mental battle wise lately, but. Um, you know, just some different changes in my life in the last probably, you know, three years or whatever. Um, it's, it's been a little dodgy in terms of some of that stuff. Um, um, but, you know, staying out there, staying involved, uh, remaining faithful to the things that I know I need to remain faithful to, um, and then leaning on the faithfulness of God has, has allowed for that season to, uh, I think go pretty well, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I, and I'm thankful, to, thankful to be able to say that. Cause I know there's a lot of guys who, who struggle and they have a really, really hard season. You know, um, my, my sort of season that I've kind of found myself going through. And I think I'm on the sort of the other side of 
um, uh, wasn't as bad as as I know uh, so many guys that are out there. You know what I mean? Um, but I think, uh, but I think we all deal with those things sometimes. You know? Yeah. So um, yeah, an occasional. Hey man, you you still doing good? How are you? You know, yeah. how, just you know, like in the same way that you know, you might ask a guy that, you know, you know, got kind of dinged up, you know, his back hurts or like whatever, you know, I, I think asking a guy, Hey dude, you, like, is your heart good? I'm like, how are you? You know, that's, that's always good. Yeah. I love that. Anything else on your mind or just any other thoughts you would want to share with guys that are, are listening? Uh, no, 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 I, I don't, I don't think so. I, I, just, I would just say reiterating, uh, you know, I, I loved, I loved the, my, my season at, at main stage because I really got to know those guys and, and I kind of felt like, um, they were like, they were like my guys, you know, mm -hmm. um, like I want to kind of want to take care of them, not take care of them, but, uh, but like, you know, um, I want to be there for them. I want to, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and that's going to exist in a lot of different ways, you know, um, now, now that exists that exists for for rowdy and bayside you know i mean that's that's kind of their thing now that's kind of the beauty of shared leadership and passing on leadership um but uh i would just say you know that the the all the packs of f3 omaha it's it's really just one big web of relationships and and so um take care of those you know and <clears throat> build them up and and work on them and check in on guys and and uh just be be there for each other because that's been such a just such a huge thing for me is is just having having all these guys around me that i can kind of reach out to whenever whenever i need to you know for whatever reason yeah awesome well it's been uh, great you know the one thing we didn't get to talk about um maybe we'll do a, a second episode but um you've had a lot of great insight at least for me from a you know parenting perspective how do you raise godly children and and be be the type of dad that um, your kids feel comfortable talking to and opening up with. And, you know, so I, I would just encourage guys, I mean, you, as you mentioned, you're, you would love to walk shoulder to shoulder, you know, with somebody that's going through a, a journey or uh, has questions. So I would just encourage guys to connect with you. Cause I think um, you got, got a lot of wisdom and um, you're also uh, humble in, in sharing your, your experience. So I, I really appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll take it on in name Rama. Is that okay? Sounds good. All right, I'll start us off here. Uh, Brandon Plehardy, 36, The Plague. The Plague. Rob Hockney, 45, Sister Act. Sister Act. And it's a it's a whoopee, right? That's the... That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Thanks for your time today. This has been good. Thanks for having me. Yep. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. All right.